Yo, yo, welcome to the NS9 post game show. I'm your host, Anthony Dardo. With me, we got Connor. Connor, welcome back to the post game. Welcome back to a lovely Pirates loss. Yeah, another day in paradise. This game was, I feel like I say this quite often anymore. This game was terrible until it wasn't. I mean, the Pirates yep. made it interesting. I'll say that for it was 11 well, to they, 8. I, it wasn't so much that the Pirates made it interesting as that the Brewers forced the Pirates to make it interesting. But at least the Pirates did everything on their end to to do what they needed to do to keep it interesting also. Because, I mean, the bullpen for the Brewers is not that good. We'll get deeper into this. But, I mean, they, they employ Bryce Wilson. I mean, granted, Bryce Wilson has done a good job for them in the bullpen. But they employ a Bryce Wilson in their bullpen. I would take Bryce Wilson in this pen. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but for a team with expectations to yes. win the division, yes. maybe not so much. Anyways, uh, I guess we should just start with how this game started and why I was so pathetic with Johan Oviedo. I think it was ironic, right? Last night I discussed, and we, we talked like the Beto start and how Beto, he doesn't have the stuff, right? But like you look at him and you feel like bullpen. And we do, we talked and discussed about Oviedo, like when you, the first trade, like the trade first happened. And see him a little bit, and it's like, you know what? You can sense bullpen on him, but like I'll give him every opportunity. They're a little bit different. Like, Beto's limited in his arsenal, and he looks more bullpen, where Oviedo has some good stuff, but he limits himself on, well, he can't find the strike zone a lot of times, and that's why you find and figure he'll be in the bullpen. Today was one of those starts where you look and say, this is why he'll be in the bullpen. I mean, so let's let's look at the game-by-game log for Oviedo. So I get it. In, in his yep. first start, he gave up four runs and then 0 1 1 4 7 6 1 1 3 1 2 2 4 2 1 and then nine today. So, like, other than, than like five starts, which is way too many starts to blow up by this point in the year if, if you want to be a good starting pitcher, he's, he's had a really weird year. He's pitched a lot better than I think his total line indicates. But I, I agree. also think that's not all the context you need because the bad has been so bad. But I mean, most nights he's going out there and, and giving you a winnable game. No, I agree with all that. I, I guess so. Maybe I came down too hard in saying what I said. It's because of today that. You talked about Oviedo being a bullpen type of pitcher, right? Right, like right. When the trade happened, like these starts you saw more of beforehand, you know, again, like what he's done this year, I still give him every every inch to go out there and be in that bull. I'm sorry, be in that rotation and do what he's doing, right? And especially, I mean, this rotation absolutely needs him. Um, yeah. But for all the stuff that you talked about with Oviedo, he showed all the negatives today. I mean, he wasn't finding the strike zone at yeah. all, walking batters, giving up hits. Uh, and yeah, like the final line. I mean, he had five innings, eight earned, 
three walks, just one strikeout. Um, I think I give him much better, maybe not much better, better stuff, but I think like kind of, kind of like JT Brubaker. Cause the, I, I think that's not an unfair comparison to either pitcher. Um, I think it's when you dig into the weeds, it's not really a good comparison because JT's issue is that he gives up too many long balls. Sure. His, his home run to fly ball ratio is crazy, crazy. And Oviedo is actually very good at eliminating. They, they're, they're pitchers with different problems, but the end results are, are somewhat similar. That's kind of where I was going with it. You know, like right now you're talking like the, he has a four, six, one ERA. Right. And like, we look at the holistic number here. You're like, Ugh, I don't know about that. And I thought I like, I feel like that's where JT Brubaker is a lot of times. I look at the ERA at the end of the year, like, eh. But it's, I feel like JT's a better pitcher than what the ERA shows. And so right. far this year, kind of like you're alluding to right now, and I agree with Oviedo hasn't been like a 4 6 1 ERA pitcher in this season. So I no. guess that's where I'm going with this. No. Because you see the vision with him. You know, he, he can, when he, when he has even, when he's remotely near the zone, he has, Two pitches that play, two plus pitches: the fastball and the slider. You know, curve is all right, um, but I mean, when he's in the zone, that fastball at ninety-eight that he maintains velocity well into the late innings of his starts. You know, when he's locating that at the top of the zone, he's good. Right. He's he's more than good. He's above average. But when he's missing six feet, you know, from his target, there's nothing that can be done. There's, no. there's no pitch framing metrics that can make up for a miss that bad. No, and I don't want to harp too much on this. And he had a bad start, and it is what it is. And every pitcher is entitled yeah. to a bad start, right? And I think that's he's, his, I guess you said it best. He, his starts have, when they're bad, they've been awful this year. And that's what inflates the ERA number. But he's had a lot of good quality starts for the year as well. And he hasn't had one of these in, his, in a while, to his credit. I mean, he's strung together mm -hmm. since the start of, of June. Um, like a handful of really good starts, and he his his overall record is also not indicative of how well he's pitched because he has not gotten any run support, right? None, right? And I want to say too is that we've talked about the first inning. I mean, everyone knows his first inning issues. And last last start, he he had some hits against them, but no damage. You know, in the first inning, right. and like that was kind of impressive. His last start, you know he he didn't look too sharp at first but held it together and looked very strong with the rest of the game. So yeah, today, just a bad, awful game for Oviedo. And it kind of just stinks in a sense because it, it was an awful game, but you know what? He went five innings, didn't have to go and let this bullpen wear down and such. But the Pirates came back. <laughs> like They were down 10 nothing, And you figure, okay, you know, it's, 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 it's a lost game. It's a lost game. You know, Oviedo get, went five, so the bullpen only has to give us, you know, three... Four more well, that's the other thing about this start is that even when he's blowing up, it's not like he has to exit in the in the second inning, which is something that we have seen with Roe, who could barely get an out in Seattle. True, true. He's you know when he's blowing up, at least he's doing it and giving you six innings or five right. innings. You know, it's not like a total disaster where it's you're looking at the bullpen the next day and you're like, holy, holy crap, who's available? Yeah, no, exactly. You know? Like that was the if there's the if there's a he silver lining. Five. Speaking of Roe, he looked he looked bad. 
again today. I'm worried. Like I'm, I'm really there, worried. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point with him where I'm, I'm willing to say that you know what, there were red flags with him from the start. You know, the velocity kind of came out of nowhere. He had the the forearm injury, and with you know, guys with his build and size with velocity that come out of nowhere, you know, that's not really usual. You know, um, but I mean, there were there were there were always red flags with him, and he was the best. He was the the only arm remotely close to Pittsburgh at the time that he was a prospect. So he got all the attention, but he was also good. He was like he was, was good too. He was you know? it was it was deserved, but um, there was some. I think there was a little bit of hyperbole with him in terms of the comps that he was getting. Well, Bucko Mike giving us the big details. Akilah Williams has an RBI double today. Oh, well. <laughs> Breaking news. Robert Stevenson. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm with you. And, and Roe, yeah, he went 2.1, gave up three. I mean, it was just awful that first inning he came in. L- listen, if the didn't worst help case, out Oviedo at all. If the worst case scenario the rest of the season for Roe is that, you know, he's the mop-up guy out of the bullpen to give you two or three innings, you know, and at least keep it you know, relatively in control. If that's the worst case scenario for him the rest of the way, and he's going to get right in the off season. Fine. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm that's, point, that's pretty worst case that you can get. It is. It is worst case, but at the point that we're at now, I would, because it, it feels like the total complete implosion is coming. Right. Well, that's what I want to get to. That's, that's pretty worst case as it stands, but, that has to come with an off-season plan and him getting right and him being better next year. That like that right. has to happen. Because not to go down this path, but like you look at all the trades, the town trade looked like a slam dunk mainly because of Roe. And right. if he's pitching the way he is right now, that trade starts to look pretty disastrous full as well. But anyways, I'm not gonna go down the path. Um, he has talent. We see he's a good pitcher. I think a lot of us understand like what he has to get better at doing. Um, but regardless, like if that is worst case scenario, he, he has to be better next year. He has to this. I'm not saying it can't, but you don't want to see another Mitch Keller existence where it's three years from now that he figures it out. <laughs> right. You really, you really can't, we can't have that. And, and Rose, you know, to his credit, this, you know, this isn't the end for Rowanzi. You know, he's, he's only what? 23. I believe so. Yep. So, I mean, he's young. This is, I mean, this is only his second season of MLB experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if this is the worst we'll ever see him at, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's turned 24 in November. FYI. It's been bad. I agree. I agree. And again, so look, in a nutshell, the pitching was just awful, you know, between them two. Horderman did come in. He is off the IL. He did his job. And then Yerry Dio Santos came in also with a rain delay, came back in, <laughs> did his job as well, had a strikeout. Uh, I mean, those two did their job. And I guess that was really important because there was a chance of the Pirates coming back at that point of time. Because as mentioned, the Pirates were down 10 nothing, And then it was an 11-8 game, Connor. 11-8. <laughs> there was a chance. The Pirates were actually to come back and, and do something here. And, and right, that's what I talked about. Like, this game was awful because 
well, we talked about our pitching, right? We talked about the Pirates pitching and how bad it was and such. On the opposite end, there was a there was a perfect game going, and like just how in, until that until that meltdown in the in the sixth or was it the sixth or was it the seventh? It was the sixth, right? It was it was five perfect? He went into the sixth, and that's what happened. I believe. Yeah, and he came back. Yeah, yeah. He when he walked the three seven. and then gave up the single. Yeah. Um, in, until that point, this was a game in which they scored eight runs and also almost got no hit. Yes. <laughs> right. That's, that's insane. That is insane. Actually, when you put it that way, that's that's quite insane. They were no, they, it was a perfect game. It was a perfect game through five innings. Right. And then there was the walk. And it, it wasn't just that they scored eight runs, is that it didn't feel like they earned eight runs. No. Much much like the other game I talked about when there was like eleven hits and I was like, what when when did like when did those eleven hits happen? I think that was like two nights ago as well. Like I, I don't want I don't remember eleven hits, but they were there. Kutch had three, like like that's just I, I don't know. Like, but that's how this game was too. Like at the end of the day, eight runs were scored by the Pirates, and I'm not sure how. Like you know, I mean I know how I watched the game, but it's right. Like this was a perfect game through five, and the Pirates end up with eight runs. And granted, they lost. And that's what, again, that's what kind of stinks a little bit about like with Concheras and Oviedo. Like maybe if Oviedo's pulled a little bit beforehand and it wasn't Concheras that went in or Concheras pitched at least somewhat decently, like this is a tied ball game. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, and it's. I, I don't know if we should save this for the end, but I have some. I have some beef because I, I really wanted to give Shelton his his medals and his merit, you know, whatever you want to do. Because last night he pushed all of the right buttons. Fair. But today they roll out with a lineup. They've seen how well Davis has worked in this lineup over the past, you know, however long it's been since he started hitting third. I think, you know, five, four games. This would have been the fifth. Yeah, because it won four in a row, and all four was with him in the three spot. And then they put this line out up, this lineup out today, with Jack Sawinski hitting third, and Davis hitting fifth. What are we doing? I know, I know, Jack had you know however many RBIs it was today, but that came off a single against an imploding Burns, who was carrying a no hitter to that point. So they were gonna right. keep him in, and it came yep. off a five foot four relief pitcher in his in his first major league appearance give the man some credit he's five foot six okay come on it was his it was his first major league appearance right and it was at that point the game was there was no there was almost no chance of the pirates coming back at that point so i'm not i'm not moved and i'm not going to call Sawinski hitting third a success he also fell down in the outfield that yes very bad for defensive play. And I don't want to say anything at that point in time because I felt like the work was piling on. But Right. But it's this this team has a real problem with, with suboptimal player deployment. And I don't know how much of that is Shelton. I don't know how much of that is Sherrington. I don't know how much of that is the analytics team. But this roster construction just doesn't make sense. They're carrying three catchers, and their two center fielders aren't good at playing center field, and they're both left-handed. Uh, you say three catchers. Uh, they only see two. Well, they only they only see two out of that group, and that's 
I think it's I think it's fair to not throw Davis to the Wolves. I think you should at least try to work him in at some point in a game like this that's like uh, is apparently totally out of hand. I guess not, but you should try to work him in in some cases. But it's just it's frustrating to see they get way too cute with this, and yeah. they don't have a true center fielder on the forty man roster right now. I mean, I, I if you want to count Swaggerty, sure, but but he's I mean, he hasn't mm. performed and he has so much going on with his health and in, in his personal life right now. Sure. Yeah. It, the only reason G1 Bay is on this roster is because he can play a better center field than Jack can. No, I mean, I can I can definitely see your side. And that's something that we talk. I feel like Tyler harps on it the most. Like, why can't you just roll out the same lineup? Like, why can't there be some consistency? And you know, we've been discussing about Davis. Like, he should be up there. There's You want to give the first day he's in the majors? Batting seventh, okay, fine. But like after that, and the way you're seeing him and the way this lineup is, like with all the other options, like he should be up there. And they finally put him in the three spot. And I'm with you. Like, why take him out of the three spot right now? Why put him fifth? Especially for a Jack Sawinski. Um, not that it like it probably wouldn't have made any difference, whatever, but I don't understand some of the reasons that he does some of the stuff that he does also. Um, but it just kind of is what it is, you know. Like, yes, Jack Sawinski did go two for four today, four RBIs, did have the home run. Yes, it was in garbage time. We, we, we talk, and it's, it's kind of a joke, but at the same time, it, it happens. Like, it always happens. The Pirates are down big. Jack Swinski, another home run. <laughs> if, if they're still in position to be buyers at the deadline, and I, and I talk about this more. Um, I have an article coming out in, um, in Buck's Dugout tomorrow about this specifically, um, so I, I won't go too far into it. But if they're still buyers at the trade deadline, you know, I, I think what – we could see happen. I don't think it will, but um, at some point, like generally Bay gets options. Palacios is optioned. They trade for, I know the market isn't good for this, but they trade for like a Victor Robles. Who's a, who's an actual center fielder who won't cost that much. He's not good hitting, but he's right-handed. Yeah. And he's a real center fielder. And that can be, you know, your platoon option, your defensive sub, because Bay's just not cutting it right now, and he doesn't make sense to have on this roster. It doesn't make sense to have two left-handed center fielders who aren't really center fielders. Sure. No, certainly. Definitely get it. Um, and, and but I, I don't know. I'm just using like, Victor Robles as an example. I don't you know, mean they should specifically go after Victor Robles. but He would come cheap. <laughs> yeah. And it would just be a better roster construction and you right. could keep him around for next year too. He, he's going into his last year of ARB. But let's, let's talk about this. So again, you know, Burns did have a no, no, well, actually a perfect game going, then had the no, no. Um, the offense did come out. I mean, offensively again, it was bad until they met the Brewers terrible bullpen coming out. They ended up with just seven hits, three walks, just, just nine strikeouts. That's the thing too. Like, I mean, Burns looked good, but I mean, it's not like nine is great, but this this game also felt like just the way they're looking offensively. Like this is like a fifteen strikeout game, and it was only nine strikeouts. Um, but yeah, there was there were some hits. bullets that that were robbed. Henry Davis, Henry Davis, McCutcheon. Um, who else? It was the was that Davis that lined out to short. Who was playing up the middle? I think it was. I don't remember. Davis had that real hard one to, to Anderson. I think a couple times at Anderson, or was it short too? Could have been Davis. I know Davis has hit like robbed twice. Hit right. the ball very, very hard. 
got snagged. I mean, that's baseball. It is what it is. But yeah, Davis was definitely on the side of that. Um, but I guess, you know, discuss, right. I mean, Colin Burns, Corbin Burns, sorry, <laughs> gives up the couple walks. <laughs> Who were you, were you going for Colin Holderman? Were you going for Colin? Yeah, Colin no, Corbin Burns, you know, gives the walk. Then, right, Swinski has the hit. And you're thinking, oh, wait, it's no big deal. They're still down how many runs? No big deal, right? Right. So that kind of just keeps going. Comes out the next inning, right? Gets the bullpen, keeps going. Um, I guess like the one thing I discuss and outside of like last month, last like almost the entire month of June, I didn't see this until Henry Davis got called up. But even on the bad teams, I've always felt like the talent really isn't there. The team stinks, but I feel like they've always fought. Like they've always battled. And you saw it today. I mean, they could have easily just folded, <laughs> but they, they battled. They came back. I try to shy away from any talk of like, oh, this team fights. I, I honestly, <laughs> I guess it feels it feels kind of sad to say that. Why is that? <laughs> because I I think the implication is that you know we're down a lot. Well, yes. <laughs> that those are the facts <laughs> but and again like also like the, the, i feel like the, the ver- first time in a long stretch of time was like this past month like this team just looked like they wanted no part of baseball and it changed like i felt like when henry davis came up and i'm not putting on henry davis i'm not saying henry davis is the savior and he he fixed this team and changed it but you saw some difference now and of course winning helps like they won four in a row now um but all those wins was them coming back you know so, but like, again, even like last year and the year before, you know, like, like they're, they just weren't good. Right. But they're trying to put together good at bats, you know, even the bad players. Um, so again, like today kind of demonstrated that there was, I understand there was like Jess Winsky loves doing this, uh, even like, you know, Brian Reynolds, cause that, that tag, but, um, you know, they're down big, they didn't quit. Yeah. There, there was nobody on, on last year's team that that was like a Henry Davis, not in terms of just like players, but in terms of just that mindset, you know, bringing that energy. There was nobody like a Henry Davis. There was nobody like an Andrew McCutcheon. There was nobody like a Carlos Santana. It was just a dead dugout. Right. You know, you can't count on um, Reynolds and Hayes to be that guy. Cause they're not, and that's okay. They, they shouldn't have to be. You know, and they they're not that guy when they're on a, a hundred loss team, anyways. So, but I but I appreciate what Davis brings, and they yeah. do fight. Yep, but um, who, I don't know. Again, like in this weird game, anything or anyone stand out to you? Uh, the three fans that ran out onto the field. So what happened? Okay. You told okay. me about that before. I knew of one fan. Yeah, the fan that ran out onto the field three? and attempted to run the bases and then got stopped in between second and third and gave himself up. Th- then there were two fans, I think, in during the rain delay um, at the top of the ninth that ran out onto the field. I-, I guess at the same time, I don't know if they were together, but they both ran out onto the field at, uh, at about the same time, and one of them escaped with apparently the help of a fan because he 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 I don't know where he because I don't have video um but I know he exited the the field from around the below like the Bowser power sign the home run counter and apparently yeah. he had the he had the help of another fan in the stands to do that 
I, I don't know because I don't have video. Um, but a ten dollar so, bounty if you're the one who took the video and you can provide that for me because. So is this what got the pirates going? <laughs> well, it was after the pirates got going. Oh, okay. Because it, it was during the rain delay just, in the top of the ninth. So I guess it just adds to the weird game. I mean, every, this this team had everything. <laughs> so right, like they had the no hitter. They, well, they had the perfect game. They had the no hitter. Right. And the, the one fan they, escaped. He he they, uh, well, maybe not escaped, but he at least got out on the. He ex he entered the field and then re-exited the field. Doesn't say right. You had three fans. One escaped. You had a rain delay. You had eight eight run comeback. What what a game! What a game to be at. A perfect game through five. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like no one stood out to me. Um, I guess just to add to Palacios bat lead off again. We're talking about construction. Oh, he bat um, lead off again. We'll we'll have to see. Five. We'll have to see in the coming days what they do with Bay if he's actually hurt or if it's going to be like. Um, the previous injury where it's, you know, I think he sat for it for a day or two after the last one, but this yeah. one certainly looked a little worse. Well, I was going to actually, I didn't actually see, here. I didn't actually really see what happened. Was that a calf thing or it seemed like his ankle? Maybe I'm not quite sure too. It was like when they did the slow-mo, it didn't like do it justice. Like a lot of times you, you know, you see the slow-mo like, Oh, that's where it happened. And I was just kind of sat there saying, I'm not quite sure what happened, but he, he, maybe I'm it's assuming just he twisted something. something. He tweeted, but he went something. back into the field, and then he was pitching oh, for for with Castro. Um, so that makes me wonder too. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm wondering on that. But um, getting to Castro, Castro had a big at bat too. That's when he pinch hit for Bay, struck out, full count, just swinging. You're talking. I, I bring this up too because we talk about people like anyone stand out. And trust me, I'm a big proponent for Castro. Like he's talented. I want to see him get at bats yeah. and see what he yeah. can do. But we're at the point right now where is it Bay? Is it Castro? Is it both? I'm leaning towards I, both at this point in time. If Nick Gonzalez is already here, I think if you have to choose one, it's Bay because he's because coming into today, he had like a 411 OPS in the in the past month of play and a right. 611 on the season. You know, his his only like you could argue that the only month that he showed he deserved to be on a good major league roster was April and, and parts that. of May. I, I think at the same time, cash has looked really bad too. And you look at defensively, if you have to choose both very challenged, but at least Bay does play center field. Like that's, that's kind of an issue too, right? If it is Bay. Yeah. If there's pseudo backup center fielder within context, I mean, the, I, I feel like the first one that gets sent down is probably Castro. I kind of feel that because I'm there's, good with because there's no there's no other player. I guess you could put you could put Reynolds in there at center. Um, I don't think they'll they'll want to. Um, so I, I think that's what keeps it's what's keeping Bay around now is yeah, that they don't have another option out there. You know, anywhere near the majors. So yep. yeah. So again, that's very interesting. But yeah, Bay just not a good at bat there as well, and that was a big spot. I mean. That ended the rally. I'm not saying he should have come through. I mean, you know, again, it's baseball, but that ended the rally there. Guys are on base. Um, he just hasn't looked good. And Triolo's up here too. And Triolo can play third, short, and second base. So, yeah, I would keep Triolo should be putting a fire Triolo. under people's ass. Like when Hayes is, when Hayes does come back, and it seems like he'll probably get the minimum as well. I feel like Triolo should stay up here. Uh, looking at him, like he hasn't. He had went one for three today with a walk. Like he hasn't shown to be overmatched or looking awful. And he doesn't, and he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything left to prove in the minors because he's, no. he's 25. 
Yeah. Um, he was, he was hitting at triple a, not a basically no power. Um, but he had a, he had a handmade injury, um, at the start of the season. Um, and that, that's kind of typical. Yeah. But, I mean, and the back has, started has, to come more alive nothing, towards the end. He has nothing left to prove in triple. Yeah. I'm with you. Like if he wasn't injured, he's probably been on this roster for months now. Yeah. He's also that type of prospect where you're not worrying about service time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because yep. if he works out, he works out and you know, he's a, he's a good role player, defensive sub. Yeah. Plus right. again, he's 25. You don't need to keep him until he's 35. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So all those reasons, but I'm with you. Like, yeah, Casho and Bay need to be on alert right now. And like you said, with the, I'm not sure how injured per se Bay is right. maybe just a few days. We'll see. And again, that's what Castro can play third base as well. You have some flexibility there. Um, but anyways, yeah, so Bay, bad at bat. But on the other end, Triolo, I thought, looked decent again today. And also, again, defensively, we I know mean, he's really, really good. I have a question. I must have missed this. How did Connor Joe enter the game? Um, He also, yeah, he pinch hit and had that walk. Who did he pinch hit for? Santana. Really? It All was right. when your 5'4 guy was up. <laughs> or actually, no, it was Bryce. It was Bryce Wilson, I think. That's who it Weird. was he faced. Weird. Yep, and drew a walk. What what was the score at that point? Was that just like a okay, we're pulling our, our regulars or mm, I mean that I mean I know Joe has on the season mashed lefties, but Yeah. But Santana's also been so hot that I wouldn't have made that move. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. It was defensively at first. Oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. That's when it was, yeah. That's right. That's when it was all blown out. Because I was like, and they're like Santana, you're yeah, thirty-seven. Because I was about here. to say, like, that doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, my bad. The game was out of hand. Santana sat. Right. That. That's how we got his yeah, That makes more sense. All right. Anything else you wanna? Not really. Not really. I mean, the all Pirates right. play again well, tomorrow. The Furs are still in town, so. Right. Good things will probably still happen, right? You got to even out those numbers again. Um, it was just a bad game, whatever. Yeah. But see what happens tomorrow. No, no Corbin Burns. That's I will. Sure. I will once again shamelessly promote. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Wins Williams if you want to see that article coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's Listen, get out I, of here. I that's that article is almost a thousand words. I worked hard for four hours on that. <laughs> 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 nice we'll check it out but uh yeah let's go ahead let's get out of here we'll see you again tomorrow until then bye-bye bye peace out hey you all thank you for watching i know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible so uh, i know it doesn't seem like a lot but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page it helps out so much more than you know Thank you, and let's go Bucks.